Hello guys, welcome to Mind Podcast 55.0, your weekly source for news, views and analysis and analysis of news. Uh, this is Adit Kaparia coming to you from yet a, on yet another week from Houston. Together with me, uh, back is Sunanda Vashisht, who was missed last week. And uh, uh, continuing to be with me from last week is Pramod Kumar Borovalli. Hey Pramod, how are you? Good, I'm feeling very anti-national today. <laughs> feeling very pumped up. Uh, re, re, re. See, you, 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 I I think Pramod has just set the tone for the podcast. Yeah. Before we start the discussion, and I think this this week the discussion is going to be on the JNU row uh, phase two. As I say that what is what has happened, you know, uh, the reactions, the debates, then the thing that happened outside Patiala. Uh, how the overactions. The overactions, yeah. I mean, pathetic, you know, lawyers beating up people and stuff. It should not happen. So... Uh, the, the, that and then also the reactions to that in the media also what we saw came up from the Jadavpur University which seems to have forgot, been forgotten by a lot of people and another major thing that according to me was MK Narayan and our ex-National Security Advisor's column on David Headley and Nishrat Jahan where he said that you know there was no doubt about Nishrat Jahan and so forth and that did not seem to be discussed otherwise they discuss every other thing that you know people say and uh, um, I, I wonder if I talked to the Home Minister about it at that time. At that time? Uh, he did. And P. Chidambaram actually went on record to say that um, there is evidence against him, which he withdrew later. But who's going to talk about who's it? Not, exactly. Mind makers will. Mind makers will, yes. See, and, and, uh, we don't have any friends in the media nor in there. No? So that's yeah. why we can talk about it. So he went on record. Anybody who follows news and has been following it very clearly, he went on record. He did a presser saying that, yes, there are allegations, there, there is sufficient evidence against her. And then immediately it was uh, the same. So, you know, what is anti national, guys? Anti national is protecting a terrorist to um, be even with your uh, political enemy. That is anti-national. No, no. That is what I think is uh, going against the interests of the country. That um, Congress party, with um, help of its, uh, you know, the entire C system that we yeah, yeah. call, they did to protect Ishra Jahan. They have changed the goalpost now. Now they are saying, oh, even if she was a terrorist, she should not have been killed in an encounter. She should have been given a trial. But this is, has come later. Earlier, they were portraying her as this innocent teenager who had just been picked up and I, killed in cold I blood. I quoted your favorite ever quote last last week on the podcast, the <coughs> moon-faced teenager from Mumbra. Yeah, um, but, but I don't accuse... I, I don't think... Uh, Narayanan per se was political in nature. He might have been a political no. appointee. He was the director of the no, intelligence no. bureau, was a governor also, and then when he became the national security advisor, there is a policing brain behind that. There is no, a, no. He was I, an IPS officer. Yeah. He is not political, but he was in the dispensation where he probably not in the not, decision making. That is not my no, no, absolutely, which I agree with you. Uh, uh, but yeah. I'm saying that, so that means that either he did not have the authority to say it in 2009 or 2010 openly. And also, that also means that if he knew this in 2009 or 10 at the NSA, so did the government. There I'm are very sure, few right? NSAs who had gumption and capabilities to uh, stand on their own feet. We only have had a handful. Very few. Very no, few. I mean, yeah. Brajesh Mishra. They came from a little bit of expertise that they could hold on their own. They could stand and say that, look, this is what the intelligence is saying. This is where action has to be taken for the intelligence provided. Yeah. Narayanan was not that. He was always a, I can agree to the fact that people like Narayanan, people like others who are part of the intelligence bureau, 
um, I would say political appointee mm-hmm. network may not have the the kind of capabilities to even act upon it. They were mm-hmm. basically information gatherers. Yes. They were not people who Correct. had any independence to but act on it. But this is not about M.K. Narayanan. What M.K. Narayanan said, this is about all those people yeah. who stood around making this veil of innocence around Ishrat Jahan. This is about those people. And I want those people to come out and write open letters and uh, blacken their screens and say that yes, we erred. Open letters, man. I, I'd rather not say anything about it. Everyone seems to be writing one these days. <laughs> so whether it makes sense or not. So, uh, but but seriously, MK. The, what I tend to agree with Sunanda, but I, I I see what you're saying, Pramod. That MK Narayanan was not in the same vein as Brijesh Mishra or JN Dixit or even Ajit Doval. But Ajit Doval, I'm not going to say anything is because his present, yeah, no, no, and his legacy is going on or his present is going on. So I'd rather not talk. It's not fair. My point is the ex-governor of West Bengal, uh, Mr. M. K. Narayanan, who is also the NSA, uh, couldn't he have uh, stood up or since if Manmohan Singh knew or something, couldn't they have quelled this? No. I, no, no, no. What I'm saying is Congress was indulging in skullduggery. Yeah. They were. They did not come out and set the record straight on Ishrat Jahan only because they saw a chance that, you know, we... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It was Sonia Gandhi-led government. I have always said that. Hmm. It was Sonia Gandhi-led government who indulged in this kind of facade, who indulged in this kind of... I hate to use the word anti-national, so I'm not going to use it, but I'm going to say that went against the interest of the nation. No, I think they took it political. I have a slightly But you cannot politicize a um, national interest issue. No, I I have a slightly different uh, way of looking at it. Uh, Many tip-offs were provided to uh, Narendra Modi when he was the chief minister also when these things happened there was a coordination mm-hmm. there was certainly coordination between uh, raw and intelligence bureau if somebody threatens him there is action that is on the ground that is tangible with tangible evidence that somebody is targeting uh, uh, chief minister Narendra Modi at that time that information was certainly passed out it was not see you, you can't uh, consider raw and IB as monoliths there are elements within raw and IB also which were completely coordinating with every single political entity beat Rahul Gandhi beat they were passing on information and thankfully no no such incident at the high level has happened which basically can add a little bit of uh, you know uh, truth to your uh, this thing but but I agree with you they were playing a deadly political game the deadly political game was that let let us scare these people Mm. I know And what is more important is who was helping them play this political game. Political parties will play political games. Who was helping him? Uh, Top journalists of that time or in this time. That's why I use the word skullduggery. It was not, you know, it was was trickery. Like what they were doing. And that's why I don't blame M. Narayanan. Because he was at that time, again, he had a constitutional post also after the NSA. He was the governor of West Bengal for four years, I think. My point is, so he may not want to make, you know, these statements or revelations. My point was that they knew what was happening. And just to score petty points, they let, you know, a national security issue... With the help of civil society, with the help of media, with the help of lawyers, with the help of this entire C-system. That is what needs to be exposed. That lower lower end of the C-system, which is riffraffs like you talked about, Mm -hmm. the lawyers and the accountants and Mm -hmm. the media, that's one one layer. What I am seeing unprecedented happening, again, since uh, after Pranam Mukherjee, this is post-Pranam Mukherjee phase, Mm -hmm. I think Mm 2008-9 phase, when uh, uh, Pranam Mukherjee was not given that much of importance or uh, capability to 
pass on information. There's always this thought that Pranam Mukherjee was the vibhishan in Congress. Mm. You know, that he would basically make sure that both the parties act at least in certain issues on national mm. interest. Mm. I think that influence has uh, completely waned. There is a dearth of nationalistic uh, uh, people in the Congress today. It's unfortunate and that degradation started happening with that uh, cash for vote uh, scam. scam. If you remember 2009, 8-9 yes. yes. time frame and downwards, they felt so arrogant, so um, capable uh, of themselves and a weakened BJP. Mm. Now that weakened BJP does not exist and they are so desperate that Rahul Gandhi has to go to JNU and say that uh, uh, raising slogans against India is not anti-national. How, how bad is that? Their, yeah. uh, his father, his grandmother, they, they laid their lives for the integrity of India. Whatever it is, they might have been bad politicians, mm. but they, they were killed in duty. Yeah. This fellow is an absolute, I mean, Rahul Gandhi, I can't even imagine. And he doesn't, depth, no, no, he doesn't we're, know. We're we're but if, if you guys are wondering, you know, why we started with this story, uh, there was a, this is a story that did not get the airtime that it deserved, did not get the discussion space it deserved, and it had to be discussed threadbare about how this unholy nexus was operating and how there was connivance to just score some political points. I, I wish we, in, we interview uh, Narayanan. We can. I mean, can. I mean, I hope. I, I would sincerely I would hope. Love to. I wish we do. And yeah. uh, you know, ideally, would be like have uh, you know debate or something where we can you know interact. I mean, there is so much to learn. You know, the thing is, it a spy master is a spy master. Whether he was mm. under the UPA, whether an NDA or under even yeah. IK Gujarat, they would. It does not matter. My and he has a lot to you know uh, tell. Lots, lot many stories to share. My po my point over this was that if he knew when he was the NSA from two thousand five to two thousand ten, the government knew. Of and course, and, the and Prime Minister knew. Exactly. So I don't blame Narayanan as much as I blame the government. In fact, you know, I'm glad he came out with this. Uh, and I was joking that I hope he told the two Home Ministers also, who were the Home Ministers then. Uh, of course he did. That. No, but I I'm know, glad we joking. gave this uh, the importance that it deserves. That um, I, I don't think there will be any apology forthcoming from uh, this C-system as we call it. Um, but surely there should be some introspection. Uh, some introspection. Maybe one of the anchors again decides to turn the TV screen black. That's perfectly and, 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 right. and try to say that how they messed up on Ishrat. Actually, I would hope Ravish Kumar does the same thing for Ishrat Jahan debate. Turn so. his TV screen black. No, no. I'm just saying. I know it's not going to happen. Turn the TV screen black and play everything that was played out based on innuendos. Yes. In yes. different news channels. All the um, all from moon-faced um, teenager in Mumbra to all these um, epithets that were said. In Constitution Club, they actually had a, held a memorial for her. You know, who is that girl from Kashmir who always talks really beautifully <coughs> in, on NDTV? Uh, who is also yelling a couple of days ago. All of those have uh, been affected by this Arnab phenomena. <laughs> now they have to try to do outdo Arnab. Oh, I you forget mean, the uh, name of that Nidhi girl. Rajna. Uh, Nidhi girl was literally slapped by a British MP a couple I of remember, years ago. I remember. remember. Your support helps us bring fresh voices, new voices, credible voices. Support Mindmakers and support Mind Podcast to help you bring these new voices. To help us, to um, help us with our podcast, please click on support the podcast link that you will find on the mind.net website and help us promote credible voices. Thank you. So an interesting point Pramod uh, brought in, uh, you know, uh, 
about urbanization of news debates was a very <laughs> and and we're we're coming to the jnu part you know so stay tuned you don't want to miss this you don't want to miss miss sunanda vashishth in action on that <laughs> because she uh, heard our podcast last week and uh, i don't know she was probably she told me that she could not sit straight because she was jumping out to make points yeah, i know then she realized she's not in the recording <laughs> studio <But> anyways um uh, i heard uh, I, i saw this campaign called boycott arnab where there were i think kesava guha wrote a piece on scroll uh, they're all uh, by the way uh, advocates of free speech ah, freedom of expression but but they want to ban arnab and uh, no no they don't want to ban it they want, want to boycott, boycott him na so ye wahi hai na ki boycott hani singh because we don't like don't boycott amir khan because we like him hmm. but boycott arnab goswami because we, we don't, don't like, like him. him so uh, by, you know i, I would uh, there are two ways of looking at it If you are for boycotts, you support all boycotts. If you don't like boycotts, you don't like any boycotts. Okay. No, but yeah. media, media itself was uh, a close knit group of people, and now it has begun slip, uh, splitting for the first time. Which is excellent. First I time. cannot but tell do, you. But do you think that that do you think uh, the reason why they are splitting also is because they see a strong alternative to the Congress? That BJP was is probably the strongest right now. as it's ever been so a lot of people are not afraid to take a right of center line what might be their ideological inclination anyways but they want to do this but they are also miscalculating that people have short memory they are thinking that agar we supported uh, sonia gandhi in 2005 mm-hmm. and we, su- we are supporting uh, narendra modi today uh, people have become so politically divided in, in india as well that they are not taking that lightly so your history of your support just just like in the us all your your prior votes are quoted you know aapne iraq war support kiya you know you said this about iraq war you said this about abortions that is the new trend that i am seeing emerging yeah. today is the record of them voting record of their public speeches private speeches everything is being put up i cannot tell you how delighted and how excited i am by this group you know having split like this and i will tell you why because before this media was all one old boys club the first um, thing that attacked them the first thing that uh, ruffled them was advent of twitter and um, social media yeah. that was the time because this old boys network yeah. that because old boys network was writing from everything from nuclear reactors to um, uh, interlinking of waters to culinary columns to beauty columns this old boys club was doing everything mm. suddenly there is this um, social media that is out there and there a phenomenal work being done by some ordinary people so that is one and another thing is that this suddenly this arnab phenomenon i have to add a disclaimer i am no great fan of arnab in fact i he gives me a headache but then what i like about the fact he has the trps hmm. and he has the he has the audience so the thing is that i love the fact that he is going against the crowd plus he's no, not in delhi plus he's not in delhi. that helps no, that no, helps and he says that that there is a reason why he chose to do that but i have to tell you i have criticized arnab i have supported arnab also because uh, it's not like i like him or dislike him it's the stance he, he takes yeah the issues he takes i i even joked a couple of times on twitter saying lord arnab's court you know the great arnab because no no but he, when that, i say that, i don't like him i don't um, that could be just me i i i just get very um, you know no, anxious I, with all the screaming no no i agree with you. i hate the screaming i you can 
cannot watch the whole hour because people are just shouting on top of each other and yeah, it gets... Yeah, but that is typical of any Indian household. I am <laughs> used to screaming. Yeah, our household was extremely chaotic. Uh-huh. There yeah. were people... So people uh, just see their uh, homes elderly, being played out, ghar ghar ki kahani uh, being played elderly out. Elderly people who are very short-tempered, young babies or kids who are extremely impatient. Mm-hmm. That is symptomatic of Indian households. You know, he has to shout <laughs> That's them an interesting down. point. And yeah. the interview he did Why with Rahul Gandhi, I, I remember that vividly because it portrayed Rahul Gandhi in a true sense. Like this person is extremely brainwashed. He comes prepared no matter what the other yeah. person thinks, you yeah. know, lots over an interview. Mm. That that was it. See, Arnab in news are is very different from no, Arnab in this is, no, this anywhere is, outside. No, anywhere. And, and this is this is what I was coming towards. So it is. I would. I cannot judge Arnab just by news are the jokes I make about news mm. are about the show, not about Arnab Goswami per yeah. se. Yeah. I do joke about him, but uh, I remember. I think I was talking, discussing this with Madhu Triyan on Twitter. I say we. I was. In, I sent her a tweet, and that's what she agreed as well that he's a phenomenon. This was three four years ago or something because the team Anna movement I think changed. Two G scam, CWG, everything. Thing during that, uh, what the stands that Arnab took, I remember especially the, when the two uh, soldiers were, you know, unfortunate soldiers beheaded on the border, and the shows that Arnab did and the kind of impact he had during those times. If you, I don't know if you guys recall during that time. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. Now, of course, his Pakistan bashing is a different league altogether. There, there but, are yeah. four TV personalities today that are representing the right in India, whether it is economic right or cultural mm. right. Mm. You, you'll have to classify that. Arnab Goswami. Your good friend Gaurav Savant, uh, Suresh Chavanke from Sudarshan TV, and Rajat Sharma from uh, India TV. Hmm. These four have different personalities, different perspectives, different experiences also. Gaurav is extremely good at strategic affairs. Hmm. Suresh Chavanke is extremely diligent on taking up issues that your even mainstream right will not take up, hmm. which is on you know your uh, conversions and all hmm. that stuff. Arnab, I think, represents the middle class impatient right, which is neither cultural nor economic. Mm. It is social. It's a new phenomenon. Interesting. You you would you would see that oh, this is the frustration mm. that I am I am facing as well. Mm. He will go after the lawyers. He'll he'll say that the lawyers are also goons. Mm. He'll give equal. He'll he'll try to bash everybody. So mm. you can't even classify him as a Bill, o, Bill O'Reilly sort of uh, Fox News uh, sort yeah. of guy who you know. Uh, Lampoons everybody on the left. And who can forget his tirade against Sushma Swaraj and um, Vasundara Raja? Exactly. So he's he's a he's a. I mean, he continued and continued a, and continued for edge, days. He's an all-edge all sword. But he had lost it also sometimes. I think he was the one who said, uh, "Who will resign? Who will resign?" Today? He, he's a he's a sword whose handle is also sharp. You can't even hold the sword. <laughs> That's how hard it is to deal yeah. with Arnab. Mm-hmm. You know, but so what a, right does Rajat Sharma represent? I don't care. See, what, no, you since you put four, <laughs> so I have to ask you. I have to put you in the, the four. entrenched right. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> but but <laughs> I, I I think there should be a twenty second pause now, and then and then we should start another uh, debate. Call for it. Pramod has just opened the Latians box. <laughs> no, but uh, not Pandora's box. The no, Latians. No, whatever matchbox I open, I don't smoke. <laughs> uh, my point is, there are these four TV. personalities yeah. uh-huh. that are taking a little bit of space on their own yeah. as far as tv media is concerned and naturally you have to bring in the name of uh, uh, zee tv also yeah. who has for the past 15 20 years at least been a little bit of center right but arnab goswami also to note is 
Arnab Goswami's uh, quotient is a little bit of entertaining also. He himself is an entertaining personality. <laughs> the others are very docile. Mm. You know, Gaurav has his uh, extremely military background. Mm. So yeah. you, you won't find him as attractive to either love He's or He's not hate. aggressive. He's, He's not, not very aggressive. aggressive. Suresh Shavanke, everybody hates. <laughs> on the left and everybody who's... And thing. even on the right. Uh, your um, Rajat Sharma is extremely docile. Yeah. Very docile. So, this other personality is... And like also, Rajat Sharma does not cater to... Uh, his audience is completely different. It's different. It's that... He does not... I know. He does not care about people who live in uh, four metros. Huh. No, but at the same time, uh, the TV uh, debates are themselves descending to... Uh, nobody agreeing on anything. Earlier, yeah. it used to be them, the TV anchors trying to bring a consensus. This was the Barka approach. Mm. Everybody tries to agree on something or the other yeah. and she goes home happy that she has solved the problem. Yes. But that has gone away. Mm. The, you know, it's so argumentative right now. Arnab doesn't even uh, allow for any conclusion to happen. It's his conclusion. I know. <laughs> I just find it fascinating what Barkha and Rajdeep have had to say about Arnab. Mm. You have to understand they were contemporaries at one point of time or maybe they did not consider Arnab their contemporary but now clearly he's superior in terms of at least But influence. he was on NDTV. No, no. In terms of influence, I would put him a little superior than Barkha or Rajdeep. The numbers don't lie. Yeah. You know, so no question about it. And the fact that he never responds to what Barkha and Rajdeep are doing, but they always say, oh, we are not the people who shout every time. You know, it sounds like two whining babies mm. on Twitter and on Nivi's channel. No, that, they're, they're that, is a, that is another channel. We, this channel doesn't shout. All right, just take his name, man. No, Why are you so... Whining and dining babies. <laughs> they all have done that. And Arnab has never been part of that uh, group. Uh -huh. They and that's all, what sets him you know, apart. Some editor goes yeah. from here to there. Mm. Isko this was like this huge yeah. Yeah. circle. Arnab never belonged to Belong that. to that cabal because he, he was never in Delhi. So um, I think this whole uh, Arnav phenomenon is here to stay. And I will, um, you know, as much as I, um, he gives me a headache, I, we cannot wish him away. He's there. <laughs> and 82% of the figures yeah. that came out. And uh, there are people, I mean, when I go to India and I see people, they just um, lap up everything that he says. It's so what can you do also about it? What Pramod said is a very interesting thing that he represented. See, I don't think Arnab is economically right of center. In fact, I don't find him taking any position on economics. He does this budget things. And I tell you another thing also uh, even when it comes to covering elections and stuff like that uh, Arna probably isn't as the same Lee as probably how Pranay Roy used to do elections and stuff yeah. like that but th those are one-off occasions when it comes to day-to-day -day debates he knows what no, what and I will tell you another thing that Arnab has done, what no one else has done. Arnab, in when he, it comes to debates on national security and when it comes to debates on Indian Army and everything, he has gone overboard. He has, for the first time, he has said there is no, I'm not going to go, there is no nuance in here. This is black and white. Huh. That is not how it used to be pre-Arnab. You were trying to complete That is the middle class uh, social right I was talking to you about. Absolutely. Perfect uh, example of that. And now this is a good segue into JNU. <laughs> Before we get to our uh, next topic, um, I do want to say that this is Mindmakers production. This Mind podcast is brought to you by the Mindmakers team. This uh, podcast is produced and edited by Adit Kapadia with the help of our team in India. The panelists for the um, podcast are Adit Kapadia, Pramod Kumar Buravalli and Sunanda Vashisht, which is me. 
So finally, uh, uh, third and final and probably the, the outrage for the topic of the day is the JNU crisis which has gone on in the second week, third week. Third week now. Right? Um, I, I don't know what to say about like what everyone knows, you know, people who are listening to the podcast, if they don't know what what led to this, I would urge you to listen to podcast 54, which happened last week, where we discussed in detail about the slogans and stuff they were said. Yeah. Till then, it's been that Kanaya Kumar was uh, uh, produced in court and, you know, he was... His bail has been denied. Right, his bail has been denied. And then what happened outside... He went court? to Supreme Court. Supreme Court did not um, wade into the matter. Now the matter will go to um, No, there is a precedence to that. They yeah. did the right thing. Yeah, they did the right thing. Sedition matter lying at lower courts. Go to the Supreme, Supreme Court, Court. That's not the right way ah. to do. Just because he has uh, five star um, lawyers, lawyers there, that cannot yeah. happen. Quick, quick okay, I want to ask. Though. I want to talk about sedition here. Yeah. I do want two minutes on sedition. In a liberal democracy, this goes without saying that sedition laws are outdated. Mm. But at the same time, can any liberal democracy just? not look at these kind of slogans where sloganeering is not the problem mm. the problem is where they tell you that where they tell you that where they are you know they are uh, actually promising violence mm. to get azadi from I don't know what that is a problem and I don't know how many of those people saw the video and there is a lot of controversy about videos as well whether they were doctored or not that is not for me to say I don't know I don't have any uh, this thing I have been as most of you have been looking around I have been seeing the videos that have um, um, you know floating around in the video but I do know that there was a speech made on 9th and there was a speech made on uh, 11th February the speech on 9th February is um, not available very widely the speech on 11th February is uh, available has been made um, has been made to go viral but I'm not going to talk about the video all I'm going to say is that a lot of these academic institutions that have become leftist den that have become somehow this extreme leftism is now attracting jihadism no, that has there, to be there are two things. I mean, on sedition, I agree with you that it is an outdated law. Yeah. From the time of the British, and I, it either needs to be done away with, or they. Yeah. Do there are other ways of punishing. Other ways of punishing and stuff. A lot of in a lot of cases, they were saying like somebody, if somebody is arranging, you know, doing something against the state, that's a you know that's a different thing. Other laws that can be tried in sedition doesn't need to be. Need to be like, But that is, I mean, that. Once you've clarified, the second part is about the slogans. And the slogans were the real story, not just in JNU. The slogans that were spoken in the Jadavpur University were extremely troubling. I mean, it made my blood By the boil. way, Jadav, Jadavpur University issue has not gone to the police or anything. Jadavpur University issue is being handled no, no. by the vice chancellor. But that's what I'm coming towards. That for me, the slogans are the big story. Yeah. Of course, sedition shouldn't be applied, as we said. And in Kashmir, what you saw in Srinagar, uh, ISIS flags coming up along with the thank support, you uh, thank you JNU posters and stuff like that. I mean, I, it was ridiculous. And then uh, uh, what every you know what is freedom of expression is is the that's the next debate. Uh, people are saying should they do what do you think? JNU issue is not freedom of expression issue at all. Exactly. You cannot say um, overthrow the. Uh, government and uh, go against the state. Remember, this is there is a difference between state and government. Mm -hmm. So you can go. If they had said Narendra Modi, hi hi, this that, I would not have said anything. I would have actually supported them. I would have said, okay, fine, great. You can you have your uh, right of uh, you know freedom yes. of speech. That's not what they said. 
देवर सिंह भारत की बर्बादी तक जंग रहेगी देवर सिंह बंदूक के दम पे आजादी military services involved in this especially not because of gd bakshi's uh, general gd bakshi's uh, thought here but uh, there is always something called as uh, uh, subtle intelligence yeah. subtle intelligence mein ye hota hai ki between uh, outrage and uh, you know intent there is a thin line but between outrage intent and action mm. there is a very big uh, uh, you know i would say close uh, relationship now if intelligence agencies are suggesting now i don't want the press to be involved or the government Correct. of the day involved or anybody That's if they are the, suggesting that there is a link to whatever it is if they should were involved in certain things like for what happened with uh, binayak uh, sen mm. if there is tangible evidence put it out there yeah. you know I agree. and uh, we 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 don't mind sharing that in, uh, information mm. we have very good contacts we don't mind doing that if there is a, you know kind of a mm. uh, need to do that and uh, and convey to the indian public but were these kids just shouting because in, in, in again youth days youth politics is a different uh, but i don't think it thing. was peer pressure I don't think it was. I don't. Think I don't it was peer even if they are doing nare bazi against India, mm. if that is the only thing, what is it leading to? Yeah. What is that person? Uh, is the person aware that he is uh, studying at JNU because of the government of India? Mm. Does he know how much the Indian government is subsidizing? A. B. What is the other benefit that he or his family have enjoyed? Yeah. All of this have to be made again. I. I am a strong opinion that. there is a wide disconnect between certain social groups like the jats the kapus and all these patels yeah. that want to continue to harp on this re- the reservation uh, bandwagon at the same time students there is extreme frustration with students i know but let me tell I you had, this is because uh, students are very impressionable there are lot of extreme left and also extreme right i am not going to um, uh, give any um, passport of listening to anybody extreme right and extreme left they go and fish there they go and get these disenchanted um, kid and they brainwash him you know i could be disenchanted because i got a c in my exam so i am ready i'm a ready target right now i my parents just uh, screamed at me and they said why did you we pay for you when you got a c in your exam so here is this child who's ready for these extreme left to come and extreme right to come and this is the child who goes in again sloganeering versus intent versus action yeah mm. who is determining that the person has graduated from intent to action mm. can that be made public are these people really engaged in some sort of a communication like this uh, uh, guy who is now an uh, award atheist apparently uh, his father Khalid. was umar khalid's father was a semi activist 3 yeah. decades ago yeah. i don't want see any kid should not be pulled to a corner that will in- invariably make him to But be a i will tell you where uh, the police has also messed up kanhaiya is in custody but other 6 7 kids who had no, arrested are evil na they are missing that's what i'm saying those three is why has police not been able to catch them again this is uh, I, i mean these are students these yeah. are not any any no, thing is their network so great that um, uh, police cannot catch them see my, i'll tell you my my problem is not just this my problem is that what you said i, I agree with pramod that there are three different phases of this you know intense sloganeering and this my problem is a lot of these neo activists that have come out in defense of this who refuse to condemn the slogan yeah okay 
you you first of all like i am not saying everyone there are some people who have condemned the slogans as well but and and those should be the real issues that why in the heart of capital are such slogans anyway anywhere or anywhere anywhere for that matter but this was the heart uh, of the capital I and especially educational educational institutions, institutions yeah you know you you th- th- this is my problem of over and we've talked about this over yeah. you know over politicization uh, of of, edu- of of no of organizations in education institutions yeah. ki uh, you 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 no doubt you have to be politically aware all of yeah. us were when we were in college uh, we you should you should take you should have a position you i mean i yeah. had many positions yeah, yeah. that are probably not the same because you know but go against the government go against the policies do not go against the state left, leftist thought is embedded with romantic idealism about what the state should be doing of so course. there is, ah, there is the, uh, revolution and ah. uh, are, see i called it uh, i was talking about that why don't these leftists talk about the failed models in the countries they idealize you know but because they, it's a mixture of d- crazy utopia with lots of delusion no, again yeah. coming to your part sananda ji in which you are you are trying to allude to an excess possible nexus between indian leftists and jihadists yeah. and that is the more more dangerous That's part where i want the intelligence agencies and uh, ajit doval has to use whatever it is in his capa- capabilities yeah. to see if there is such an nexus because that i don't exists. have uh, any i mean i almost seem to think that extreme left and ex- uh, jihad is attracting each other because they probably have a common enemy especially in kerala and west bengal yes, where they, they keep a, hacking uh, rss cadre like left right and center where nobody seems to even talk about uh, that uh, poor young fellow who's hacked in front of his Sujit. parents Sujit. and that has become a national emergency was just killed because of his political activism whereas left on the other side engages in all sorts of no, no, and, 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 and mentioning him is also not just enough how many people have actually gone on there and actually done their own you Kanaya know investigations has been picked for uh, interrogation right and the court will decide whether uh, the sedition the laws apply on him or not that is the thing but this sujeet guy has been killed he has been murdered why is that not a national emergency so, um, kanaya has hope if there is nothing wrong and if he has not indulged in anything the court will let him off the government will have to eat a crow and that's the end of it but what about sujeet he has been killed he, has, he was hacked no i think why that, does that, that not that become why a, i think the government erred a little bit on strategy they tried to correct it with that national ho- uh, flag hoisting uh directive that came in from uh, mm. hrd minister they tried to correct it and try to take it to a nationalism versus yeah. anti-nationalism debate which is which is rubbish uh, so anyway the, so again it goes back to the nda government's uh, achilles heel is mm. they are not able to set the narrative yeah. no, you, you but, can't but, constantly get bogged down because i want ravish no, no, no. kumar there are so many journalists every day we hear journalists being killed in uttar pradesh i want ravish kumar to do his stunt that he did on ndtv with the blackened camera yeah. for all the journalists that were hacked in uttar pradesh but, but no not I'm just not. that not just that sunanda i have to tell you this and this is something you echoed on your timeline also twitter timeline yesterday i find this whole trivia realization of the term anti national also yeah. very disturbing no uh, like the hashtags that were started and stuff like that and and promo alluded to that when he jo- uh, joked when in the beginning of the podcast that i'm feeling very anti national because that's how it had been uh, trivialized so by many people action in new york itself was a symptom of that uh, disease yeah. so i i just found that trivialization of that term anti national very disturbing it's terrible there are people dying in kashmir as we speak four people died today in kashmir so do not there are people actually um, giving their lives to protect our nation state so do not do not trivialize this by saying i'm anti national and say and i would hold uh, every party responsible for this i mean if 
left liberal space or who occupy that space are responsible for trivializing a part of right wing is also responsible for trivializing you cannot go around and say um, as many people who identify themselves as right wing these lawyers for example you cannot say this one lawyer was talking to a journalist and said till you say one day matram i'm not going to um, talk to you that is also rubbish do not trivialize that um, the right who or are, the left who are these or lawyers who they are gundas there is no other way to describe them you cannot trivialize this uh, national anti national tag you cannot do that there are people who are dying to protect this nation state as i keep saying so um uh, just because by saying and then these um, uh, as as i said they are being um, called bjp's lawyers now for some reason where i'm sure they have nothing to do with bjp or anything but um, the fact is that they are getting associated or people are thinking that they are right wing that is not right wing if they are right wing again sloganeering on both sides, sides is a, bad there's a very big uh, uh, thing that uh, has to dissipate you know if india is the proponent of yoga yeah. these people all of both sides have to be taught yoga, yoga they have to calm themselves they have to calm themselves down, calm themselves them, down. They, they, you know shouting course that i am uh, more uh, pro india than the others is not going to, it's solve, not any going to solve any Calling problem it's not going to solve any problem and barka internationally is also, also not going to solve any problem so let's not, not do um, um, those things no, let's it's attack not fair. It's, i i and i have criticized rajdeep and barka many times but they should be attacked on issues, issues. they should not be um, uh, this uh, national anti-national tag is not you. good we should because you know what happens with that tag it uh, trivializes this notion there are spies there is there are intelligence agencies there are who are actually trying to get to real anti-nationals so let's not trivialize this yeah and then the ongoing hostilities in kashmir are, yeah. are going to be a very big test moving forward but, but, and, and pramod just to add but that also goes for the same people who trivialize terrorists Okay. Yes, that you cannot. These are real anti-nationals. Yes, you don't trivialize that issue. I agree. Terrorism. Completely. It's a war on the Indian against the Indian state. They are waging and they are enemies of India. You don't go and you know romanticize them. Absolutely. For, fortunately for India and fortunately for the Indian right, the continuity of ISIS for the next five to ten years will make that so called nexus you were talking about mm. uh, between jihadis and leftists also very impossible to sustain yeah. it's just a short term relationship that yeah. they are thinking they are allies they're not once the jihadis turn their back on the leftists the same yeah. leftists will also be massacred oh they, absolutely they know, know yeah, yeah 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 that yeah. is the that, that is the problem congress has it's unable to shake itself off mm. from this uh, dalliance that they yeah, entered in 5 to 10 years absolutely. exactly no and, and this is this is something uh, uh, that that we need to address that or we as in i mean the larger you know, people who are debating analyzing issues or something that what are the real issues here what is at stake The, the biggest issue for me is students and their prospects in an employable world. Absolutely. Other than that, and uh, whatever else gets done and talked about, it doesn't and, matter. And no, let me ask you this: When you were going to college, right? I was going to college not too long ago. Same with us. My only thing was how to get out of college, padho kaise, you know, work, how to get a job and stuff like that. And uh, you know, I you have said this so many yes, times that I remember where going are these to kids going? going to graduate school and where sleeping was a luxury because the, I couldn't sleep. The biggest challenge Narendra Modi government faces, or for that matter, any government in the future faces, is 1.3 billion people. with 60% of them still engaged in agriculture or agriculture related mm. activities which is not mm. giving them enough income it's restricted to 4 or 5000 rupees per month for a youth who is spending 
five to ten times more money just to get a college degree. Yeah. If he is just getting a five thousand rupees uh, mm. salary, mm. that is the biggest disparity. The Prime Minister is trying. I think He's this make in India yeah. is also one example where he was trying to garner two twenty billion dollars in investment. Yeah. But at the same time, the growth of entrepreneurship, the growth of small and medium enterprises, the as absolute. Um, uh, capability of the government to sustain the economy if the private sector does not come to the rescue is very important. Yeah. And I that direct that. bridge has to be established with the students. I and that's the only way student unrest can be contained. Bet, no matter what you tell about Hinduism or any other so-called ideology, yeah, yeah. it's not going to function. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's that absolutely age needs correct. To be fed, given a job, given amp ample opportunities to prosper. Have enough to lose. Because Absolutely. right now, a lot of people don't have nothing to lose. Exactly. So it is important that they have enough to lose. And that is exactly what left doesn't, extreme left doesn't want. It wants to keep them in penury. It wants to keep they them in a constant they state in chaos. of... They thrive, they thrive in chaos. chaos. They thrive in chaos. That, that, and that the only, an, only antidote to that is growth. Only antidote to that is prosperity. Only antidote to that is um, strict and... Uh, you know, governance. No, absolutely. More than a battle of ideologies, this has become more like a battle of ideas and a battle of how to come, how to go forward, yeah. how to move forward from here. As I said, uh, I have no problem with um, Marxism and leftism. Of course, it can exist in the society, just as right can exist. And what I have problems with is this extreme left getting together with jihad. That is the problem. It, 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 that has India, to be weeded out. India cannot come out of its uh, leftist phenomena because of the large we have population about that before, we have yes. talked about it so many times manufacturing is not the only answer to it it is employment 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 absolutely no and that is that is the key i think we you nailed the debate when you we started with the issues that were being discussed and stuff because we analyze news and what is being discussed but in the end we came to the real issues so when you know for everyone who's listening to the podcast i would urge take a minute and think about it that what are the issues that are affecting and what in your view you think is the solution to this no question those slow those slogans made our blood boil but what what from now i mean yeah. you know we try to bring some yeah, nuance we, yeah we were it. trying to bring some nuance that why why these came into being what what are the issues that are facing and what is the you know are are people trying to avoid addressing the real problems yeah. the real debates? i am not we are not at on mind makers at least i will not do something uh, like um, blackening the screen and then very slyly giving um, abzal guru um, um, you know a ticket to freedom i am not going to do no, that I on mind makers that will not happen so the media the current media darling who did that in this huge uh, monologue yeah. slyly put in a thing no, about um, and abzal guru we, and all that neither are we going to Interview the kith and kin of um, yeah. people. I mean, it's 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 all about. Uh, I I just hope they go and uh, interview the people uh, of the soldiers who you know the kith and yeah. kin of the soldiers who were martyred on no, the. No, they're trying to give a ticket to paradise, <laughs> not to freedom. Not to freedom. <laughs> that, that's the, you know. The, the, I think that's a good point to, on which to end. You know, in the end, just 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 think about where you stand on this debate. Write to us. Actually, we would really really want uh, to hear from you on what you thought about our thoughts where you thought uh, you disagree or where you thought we agree we would feature some of these comments that we get we would feature them in the podcast next week as critical as they are and we'll try to address them so please write to us at info at mynd.net or tweet to us at mynd or you can also post on our facebook uh, 
I, I I don't know if we can take all the comments that come on this, but I'm telling you we will we will try and address as much as we can because you know uh, in a free society it's all about debate and discussion and what what positions you take and where do you stand on the debate and you know we want to carry this debate on so do keep tuning in do and let us know if there anything goes wrong till the next week this is a goodbye from Adit Kapadia thank you. <laughs>